0: This is Holy Family School of Faith.
1: Welcome to our Rosary Meditation. Tonight I am blessed to be with my Habibi as well as Teresa the Great and Queen Helena is with us back from K-State from school, but also to be blessed to be with Katie Locus who's the head of the Deaf Ministry for the Archdiocese and with Carol. Carol. So let's begin in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Let's call to mind all those we've promised to pray for. Joy is the response to something experienced as good, and it invites rest in that good. The final piece of knowledge we need for real joy, though, is self-knowledge, namely the knowledge that can provide the foundation for humility. In Joseph Pieper's words, Humility is man's estimation of himself according to truth, and that's almost all there is to it. Now, joy depends on our knowing the truth about ourselves, I think, for at least four reasons. Knowing who and what we are helps us to first cultivate gratitude, but also not to think about ourselves too much, and then to appreciate the magnificence of other things, And finally, resist the urge to feel as though our salvation depends upon ourselves. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven.
0: Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us.
1: without end. Amen. Oh my Jesus.
0: Forgive us our sins, save us from <laughs> the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in need of thy mercy.
1: Gratitude and a sense of entitlement are diametrically opposed. Have you ever heard someone say, Thank you, after his insistent demands have finally been met? It doesn't sound like gratitude. It sounds more like, well, it's about time. You're not grateful for what you think you're owed. Gratitude is due to what is given gratuitously. It's not due to what you claim by right. In fact, you don't have any absolute rights, not before God, because in your native state, you don't even exist. You, you are a sliver of non-being that God took notice of and brought to life, and non-being has no claims on being. Remember our Lord's words to Catherine of Siena. Do you know, daughter, who you are and who I am? If you know these two things, you will be blessed. You are she who is not, whereas I am he who is. And not only are you absolutely dependent upon God for your existence, you are a sinner. Apart from God, you're nothing, and then when God lets you participate in being... What do you do? You turn away from him. You insult him by preferring to slide back into evil and sin, the shameful non-being of privation. But the plus side is, you can say thank you and mean it for everything. Because you aren't owed anything, you can rejoice in everything as gift. The knowledge of our nothingness, far from casting us down or even persuading us into a resigned acceptance of our misery, shall invoke us a blissful ascent to our creaturely status. Yes, we're nothing, but God's given us everything. Isn't that amazing? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven.
0: our sins, save us. the to lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of.
1: Mercy. That brings us to the second way self-knowledge causes joy. It encourages us not to think too much about ourselves. We aren't a big deal, so we shouldn't think a great deal about ourselves. Narcissism doesn't just mean thinking a lot of oneself. It also means thinking about oneself a lot. That's disproportionate to the truth. You should think the most about the most important things, and you yourself aren't one of them. So humility doesn't mean constant self-disparagement. As C.S. Lewis says, if you meet someone who's really humble, you'll notice that person will not be thinking about humility he will not be thinking about himself at all. That is as it should be. Satan wants us to think more about ourselves than about anything else for the simple reason that it's not good for us and in the end it makes us miserable. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven.
0: They all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy.
1: When you know you're little, you appreciate the magnificence of other things. You refocus your attention on the grandeur of the world beyond yourself. Chesterton tells the story of two boys. One became a Titanic giant, and the other became as small as a grasshopper. The one who became a giant became bored with everything. The wonders of the world were all were all toy-sized and unimpressive. The one who became tiny was able to have astonishing adventures everywhere. He appreciated everything, now that he saw how big and rich it all was. But to do that, he had to become small first. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. And because you no longer dominate every scene, you can appreciate things for what they are. But it also takes the pressure off. You're not in control. You're not the major mover in the universe. God is. Which also means you can take peace in leaving your very salvation up to him. This was the secret of St. Philip Neri, one of the most famously joyful of all the saints, It's recorded that one time he gave a very delightful illustration of how to be miserable and how to be happy. One day, meeting two Dominicans, he passed between them, saying, Let me pass. I am without hope. The good fathers, understanding his words in their ordinary sense, stopped him and began to console him and to ask him a number of questions. But at last he smiled and said, I have no hope of myself, but I trust in God. And Brother Lawrence in the classic, The Practice of the Presence of God, had the right perspective when he, when he told me he had no scruples. He said, For when I know I have failed, I acknowledge it and say, That is what I usually do when I am left to myself. If I have not failed, I, I give thanks to God and acknowledge it is His doing. Christian joy depends on recognizing that even the slow, unpredictable process of conversion and holiness is primarily God's work, done in His time, based on His generosity. We don't want to take our own achievements or our own failings too seriously. We are such little people after all. And thank God.
0: as it was in the beginning, as now and ever shall be a world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy.
1: Saint Michael, the archangel, defend Defend us us in battle. Be our our protection against against the wickedness wickedness and snares of the devil. devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince Prince of the the heavenly hosts, by by the power of God, God, cast into hell satan and all the evil spirits who prowl throughout the world seeking the ruin of souls amen in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit let's be apostles of friendship and the rosary share this with others
0: thank you for joining us for the daily rosary if you liked it could you please send it to a friend or family member and invite them to pray with you Holy Family School of Faith exists to instill the Christian DNA in all people by inviting them into friendship with Jesus, inspiring them to personally invest in friendship with others, and equipping them to invite others into this way of life. To find out more about our mission and support us, visit schooloffaith.com.